0: Welcome to the extra point with Sully Reyes Jones and Mr. Buns.
1: <laughs>
2: Get that's the only Italian thing. Oh. know. Uh, hold on, hold on. When the
1: moon hits your like a bigger pizza pie, that's
0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a special edition of the Extra Point. We're coming live. From Italy, when the moon hits your eye like a big pizza pie, that's amore. Eh? We had the CEO himself from God knows where in Italy. Thank you for joining us, Dave. Say something for the crowd. What's
1: up, Bleacher Fan faithful? Live from Italy today. I love it. Um, <laughs> you sound way too um, sober. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean,
0: it's it's like 1 1:20 in the morning here. We're at a bar, having a good time. Uh, I I wish the Bleacher fan faithful the best in in listening to this excellent podcast these guys are about to give you over the next hour, hour and a half it's it's really a blessing what you guys are about to listen to, you're welcome (laughs) and there's the alcohol there (laughs) it it
2: is there it is
0: and of course thanks to the CEO for bringing us for bringing this this awesome group of talent together and putting on this production Dave have fun all right, thank you, guys. Have a great episode. Right, I'll talk man. to you soon. Bye. All right, brother. Peace. <laughs> all right. Oh, and that, that was, was the so CEO bad. from Italy. But let's get right into it, guys. I want to start off hot. I want to start off fast. Dave might be in Italy. I know those people. They're six hours ahead of us. He probably saw tonight's ending of all the MLB games. I hope the Yankees won. But let's talk about last night. The Mets dismantled the Yankees. So Luis Severino continues to look completely opposite of the picture that we saw at the beginning of the year. The Mets' bats came alive. I want to get right into it. And I want to say, I told you guys I was going to say something about the Yankees. I'm not going to say fully what I want to say, but I have no faith in this Yankees team. I still love this team. I, I hope they, you know, I just want them to get to the playoffs, you know, every get a fresh, clean slate. But in the regular season, I said it here. You guys, as my witness... I said it here, the Yankees go as Severino goes. And I said it that episode, there was a crack in his armor and it was not looking good. And ever since then, what has happened? We have looked fucking awful. Severino has looked awful. In a one-game playoff, I guess whoever the fuck we play, whether it be the A's or the Astros, I'm not fully confident that we would win. You know, I, I know earlier today in the group chat, and uh, we'll get into the Mets, but in the group chat, we spoke about it, and Tony was saying, oh, let's, you know, Correa, Altuve's out. I'm like, Tony, you know, I, in my head, I'm like, you like, I don't trust this Yankees team against anyone right now. Truthfully, against anyone. I will say that with 100% certainty. Against any playoff team, I don't trust them at all. Like, am I fucking bonnet? Am I crazy? Am I the worst fan in the world for saying something that that is is on the wall. The writing is on the wall. Is it not? Am I crazy, guys? Tell me, is it crazy? You're not.
2: You're not crazy, Anthony. Come on, you know what it is. <laughs> We're talking to a reasonable one for once. Oh my God! Oh, but that's... Some of you guys are. Some of you guys are fucking delusional. <laughs> Like they but think, like he thinks, they think Aaron Judge coming back is magically if he and comes that's back not gonna before be the end of regular solution. season is gonna get you guys out of a fucking nine game hole, and, ten game hole. Like, and it's not I'm sorry, so,
0: yeah, <laughs> it's not the solution. And I'll tell you what, last year when we got Stanton, I said it to a buddy of mine. He's a Sox fan, actually. He was like, "Oh, how do you feel about Stanton?" And I was like, "Stanton is a great addition. I love it." But Stanton is a home run hitter who strikes out a lot, and we already had that one person. And that's Aaron Judge. All right, when Judge comes back, we'll probably get like one or two more runs per game, but if our pitching can't fucking pick it up, that's not going to matter.
1: Yeah, oh, yeah. I agree. And 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 I I personally I think this day Yankee team is still dangerous, do not get me wrong. I I yeah. think that shouldn't go unsaid. Yeah, yeah. But as of now, I think they'll lose in the one-game playoff because who is going to pitch that one-game playoff? It's going to be Severino. you know? It's going to be yeah. him. So and yeah, they,
2: he's been abysmal.
1: And if they don't, then I mean, what are they gonna do, Tanaka or Sabathia? Sabathia will give you four eighty-five innings. You know, you you know that they're gonna try and work, try and get to yeah. out. And and even Sabathia and Tanaka both been pretty pretty good this year. What are you gonna? I mean, take them against a Verlander or a Mania? no shot. They would they would lose, especially against that Astros team that is yeah. fucking lethal. In. You know, or somehow if the Mariners got in, you know, with uh, with Paxton, I mean, it's just it's you know they need they need Severino. If they get Severino back, he has three, four, five really good starts in a row. Then yeah, yeah I mean, yep. you know, you gotta like their chances in that game, especially if they're home. But if not. I mean, right now I don't know how you can look anyone in the face and and say you know can't wait for Yankees, Red Sox in the playoffs, or whatever. Because it's I mean. I mean, they likely will make the playoffs. It's very, very, very likely they'll make the playoffs. Oh, yeah. I think they will. It's very slim that they don't, and I I think they very well. But the home field advantage, they're up three and a half on the A's. The A's are coming. Um, And, you know, if the A's come, you know, too much, then it's the Astros, even you know, I think the Astros are a game and a half behind them, and they will get healthier, and they'll get a little better. So they're going to be right in there. I think the A's have a real shot at this division. So I I think you're you're not crazy Anthony. I think you're being realistic. Um which is a nice dose of uh some yankee yankee factuals. Yeah, from yeah. The yankee, I, mean, you know. I
0: mean, I I just, I, I just oh, There's that little echo somewhere. Oh, no. All right. We're good. Yeah. I mean, I just read everything said in the group chat. And like, I, I, I'm i not going to sit here and bash anybody in the group chat because I think everybody's very knowledgeable. But I, it I'm, it makes me cringe because it's like, yo, just say how it is. Severino's how many times how many starts is Severino going to have? We're going to say every time. Oh, he looks shy me- mechan- mechanically mm-hmm. or this. Sh- Bro, just say he's fucking sucks right now. Like
1: it's something new every week. It's, you know, it's, oh, it's, it's a tire, new He's gas. You know, that's, it's like, and it's that's, like- that's the thing. That's he pitched well me. today. It's like, well, he gave up three runs against the the with well, the Sox and what? Or four runs against the sock the White Sox. Three runs, I think, in six innings. Well, or five innings. Well, that's not good. Yeah, yeah. You know, that was his yeah. best start over the whole seven, eight, I don't know, nine game span. This is a long stretch of bad starts. And that's seven, the only seven
2: starts, I think. I think it's seven bad starts in a row. He that's has like in his last or his last
1: seven starts, he has
2: over seven ERA. He's let up like twenty-seven earned runs in thirty-one innings. It's like, it's ridiculous. I saw something um, today about it. I think it's, it might be six starts, but I know it's over a seven ERA, yeah. like 27 earned runs.
0: Yeah. And, and this no, is good. what scares me <laughs> yesterday when they were playing, you know, it's Severino DeGrom, it's supposed to be a huge pitching matchup. He gives up the the two runs in the first and I'm like, honestly, I don't feel that this is a crazy pitching door right now. I just feel like DeGrom's going to outclass, outdo Severino, which he did. You know, he gave up those those three runs in those Which is a
2: bad day for him. For
0: <laughs> Grom, yeah, absolutely. Which is yeah, un, like yeah. if if Severino would have just managed to keep us in like four runs, we get to the Mets' bullpen, not saying that they're the worst, but gives they're us not a shot. Good. You know, not saying they're <laughs> the worst, not saying they're the best. Oh, you know sad. what I'm saying? <laughs> but it keeps us in the game. But you go you get behind what was it? Five. Seven, five three. runs.
1: Seven-three? Seven, Seven-three.
0: Yeah. It was seven. Yeah, seven runs to the – no, 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 no. It wasn't seven because – Well,
1: no, it was 7 year gave... point. When, when yeah, yeah, Severino yeah. left, he gave up, I think, four five. runs in four innings.
0: It, it was five. It was five.
1: Or five innings? Five.
0: Yeah, five and six, I believe. Hold on one second. I'll tell you I, I
1: think Chad Green no. pitched the fifth.
0: You're right. You're right. So he gave up, he gave up four runs.
1: Or in four innings. That's yeah. a nine ERA. So, I exactly. mean, that doesn't.
0: So He didn't give anytime, you life, then he
1: didn't give you quality. So
0: Exactly. You know, yeah. he gives up the two runs. We tie it up. Then it's 2-2. Then he gives up two runs the very next inning to Joey Bats with the two-run shot. I'm like, this game is lost. Like, the minute I saw that, I was like, you know, and again, so I even saw it on Twitter. Oh, we're right back in there. I'm like, no, that's not how it fucking works against the Grom. You give this shit up. It's over. Yeah. And that was my, yeah. oh, you know, sure. damn, man. Like, another person that I wish Yankees fans, you know, and I'm a Yankees fan. I'm I making myself sound like I'm not. I love this team. But the Jerry, like, people need to start saying the truth about Torres, too. Fucking, you would think he was, like, the Messiah, the next greatest player of all time. How, like, everybody was speaking about him. And I don't know what it was. I, I was a little skeptical. Came back from injury, well, and now he's... Down to a two sixty. He was a two eighty two hitter. Now, like, every time he's at the plate, I'm not confident whatsoever that he'll do something. I don't know.
1: He, he's 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 a bum. He's like a Sanchez Cano attitude guy. He's just – his attitude is, is really where, where I have a yep. problem. And, you know, now that he's not hitting everyone, it's coming to the forefront. He's two of his last 25. You know, his yes. batting average is down to two sixty one on the year. For the past, last month, he's 10 to 65. So now he's not producing, he's not hitting, he's not a very good fielder right now, although he has potential, yep. and because yep. he doesn't hustle, and you know, he doesn't hustle, how many plays are we going to have to say where he, where he doesn't hustle, you know, so it's just, it, it's really, he reminds me of Robbie Cano, basically his locks a day's attitude, yep. and Cano's, you know, obviously his talent, you know, surpassed that most of the time, and uh, you know, very well could for Torres, but you just, I've said it before, I thought it was a blessing in disguise getting rid of Cano, because of... You don't want that attitude on the young yeah, players. But never it seems like it's yeah. seeped through. Someone needs to... Someone... A Sanchez... I mean, a, a judge or a gardener, a player, an everyday player needs to step up and put these guys in line, Sanchez and, and Torres, and be like, this isn't acceptable. This isn't the Yankee way. This isn't pinstripe. Hey,
0: exactly. Baseball. I mean, you're on national TV. You're, you're in the national spotlight at all times. What
1: else, what more do you need? I mean, it's just it's just crazy. I mean, you know, like... Some people grind, they? You know, they grind their ass off all the time, and they're not on TV. You know, like you're on TV yeah. every second of every day, like in, when the game's being played. Just
0: and on the, on the flip side, I'll say this about the Mets: you could tell like they came with that passion. You know what I'm saying? Like the Yankees just showed yeah. up. The Yankees just showed up. They thought like the talent that they had would get them through. And I've seen this shit multiple times this year. They just think they oh we're gonna show up, we're gonna win this game. And guess what? The Mets. Yesterday were was up. our
1: World we're Series. Yesterday basically, was our World Series, basically. Basically. Yeah. basically, as as sad as it sounds, you know that that uh, you know, coupled with you know games against the Braves, Phillies, and Nationals, trying to play spoiler, those are that's our World Series. And you know the Mets have been a 500 team for a while now. Really, they had that great sh- stretch, short lived, and then an even worse stretch that was longer. But now they're pretty much they're not awful. Like they we do win game, we win games like every other day. Like we've been a pretty 500 team over the last month month or so month or two so i mean it's not like we're an easy we're an easy win if you have that mentality like you said with yankees like you're going against the ground the best pitcher in baseball i mean yeah. you know you could end up on the losing you exactly what were you gonna say Tom? you're in a good division you're in a good division too yeah
0: yeah, a young yeah division, like you're, that's you're, gonna be really good for a while
2: exactly like you're you're in one of the probably the tougher divisions in baseball and like you guys just, I feel like if you wouldn't have gotten in that big hole towards the beginning of the season, once like you guys hit that first slump, I feel like if that one have lasted as long, you'd probably be not like mathematically eliminated. Yeah. You know what I mean? You'd be like, you'd yeah. be like kind of in the hunt towards the end.
1: We just it, it really it was the it was the injuries too to the to guards yeah. and Cespedes those guys. It Dude, just every it year just, I feel you guys have such every bad luck. Year, with year, every year, and it's the same. It's Syndergaard and, and Cespedes not playing, and that's really. Those are the catalysts of, our, or should be, of our team. And then, you know, it's just you know, Frazier goes on the DL first time ever in his life, twice this year, like ever in his life. And just so many players. Flores was on the DL. Blawkey, Darno has been out for the year. Matts is on the DL now. I mean, it's it just uh, who else was like? I don't even remember anymore. But it was it was so many, so many players were on the DL this year. I think it was like been like twenty on the year. It's just crazy pretty much that's insane it's i know 17 as of like a month ago so i'm assuming it's around 20 now what what really fucks
0: up what fucked up the mets in that losing streak is it's the same shit with the jets like teams like the mets or the jets they start losing like they lose one or two three four games and the media like since it's the the biggest media in the fucking country probably the world everything is magnified by a hundred like, oh, the, the, here come the Mets. They're going to fucking lose, blah, blah, blah. And then that shit, I don't know. That bad karma just sticks with that team. You know what I'm saying? Like, yet yeah. again, more injuries. You know, yet again, more bizarro shit. And it's just... There has to be a season where you guys catch a break. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, but, I, 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 w- I would hope so, but... <laughs> you never... Yeah, I mean, we're not as bad as we show. We could be good, but, I mean we'll see. It's it's on to the next year, unfortunately. Exactly.
0: All right, guys. I have a defender wall. I have two for you guys, one for each, because we got to keep the train rolling. Tom, I missed you, man. Go ahead. here's you,
2: too, man. <laughs> Beef buns.
0: Ooh, yes, yes, yes. All right, Tom. Bun. You have it's easy. <laughs> it's it's up your alley, but it's something that you're not gonna like. All right. Oh. So the Red Sox have a high payroll. Because of mm-hmm. this, your wall is that the Red Sox window is closing to win a championship due to their high payroll.
1: So he has to say the... Wow. All
0: right. Okay. I I could... All right. All right, bud. You got a minute and 30 seconds. Whenever you want, start.
2: All right. So, I mean, this is obviously an issue. Luckily, we got J.D. Martinez for a lot cheaper than he originally wanted because if he would have gotten that close to $200 million contract that he wanted, that would have really screwed the Red Sox if we ended up signing him in that case. So luckily that didn't happen. But, I mean, eventually we got another year of arbitration with Mookie Betts. Actually, two more, if I'm thinking right. I think we have two more years of arbitration with him. So that will be able to save us some money there. And then in 2021 we need to look to re-sign him. So I think that is really the end of the window there. This is the window to win championships because he's going to be – one of those $250 million players. You're going to have to pay him that much if he continues to play this way. He's been in the MVP hunt for the past three seasons. He's finished top five in voting, finished second in voting two years ago. He's probably the favorite to win it this year. You're going to have to pay this guy. He's a gold glove outfielder year in, year out. He's, he's just a phenomenal talent, deserves the money. So you're going to have to pay him. We have David Price on the book still for three more years at $30 million thirty one in the last year. Not great. That's going to kill some cap. Well, not cap, but that's going to kill some money right there. I mean, that eats up a huge chunk of your season. Then you have guys like Benintendi is a great talent. He's going to command a little bit of money. He's not going to be cheap to keep around. You're going to have guys like I think we'll probably lose Jackie Bradley Jr. because he'll be able to get that money from someone else that we probably won't want to offer him because we have so much um, room to move around in the outfield. You're all done. right, but yeah, you know, it's, yeah, it's no, you closing. It's players that need you, to be paid.
0: You defended that wall pretty well. All right. I got sad. At, I got more
2: and more sad as we got towards going into that. I was like, damn, all all right. the window really is closed. So, <laughs> yeah.
0: yours, is, yours is good. Yours is something you're going to like. All right. <clears throat> so, yours is, your your wall is that the Mets can def- can contend next year. How do all you right. like that one? All All right.
2: I, I, I can... I'm ready to listen.
0: Alright, All right. <laughs> All right. just start whenever and I'll start the timer.
1: So, we were really just alluding to this before. And, you know, it's the Mets catching a break. You know, if we have Cespedes healthy for 130, 140 games, you know, Syndergaard make 30 starts, that adds a lot of wins to your team. Because when we were rolling, we had Cespedes, we had Syndergaard. Those are two key cogs. And another big thing is apparently the Wilpons say they have money and they're going to spend it now. From the Bernie Madoff thing, so apparently they're saying they're going to be big spenders going forward. I thought they were smart this this off season. They didn't work out. They didn't spend a ton of money, but they say they're going to have the funds and they're going to go for someone big. So hopefully, maybe they get you know someone. Who knows? Maybe obviously not a Harper type player, but maybe we can add some some studs. Um, we have some young, really good talent like uh, Brandon Nimmo, who can help us. We have. Steven Matz has had a great year, 3.4 ERA. Wheeler has been had a 2.08 ERA over the last six or seven starts. He's pitching like an ace right now. We're still going to have the Grom next year. That's a really nice starting pitching staff. Then you got, hopefully, Anthony Swarzak bounces back next year. Gazelman has potential. Lugo. There's a lot of arms if they stay healthy in that pen. And then we have Frazier for another year. Like I said, we could sign someone else. This kid McNeil who who had a single yesterday and drove in a run is really good. I don't know if you guys know him. Um, so there there is there is talent here. The talent isn't the issue. It's staying healthy. Another year of Mickey Calloway. Hopefully he makes better decisions and we had some players and we and All we right, could contend.
0: Alright, no, that's that that's that was you convinced me. I have a bonus question for you. Uh, David Wright he's about to start resuming his baseball activities what do you think about that are you excited as a Mets fan for you know potentially having him next year or do it's, you just it's think very, like retire
1: it's very bittersweet because if I ever saw him play in a in a in a major league game again I would be so happy for the guy I would yeah. just I would be like wow that he that he that's so great that like he really fought through that for years and years and years of not playing like you're just a great like role model for anyone just to not give up. Similar, almost exactly. like like the Tim Tebow shit. Like if he makes the majors, that's fucking incredible. I don't care what anyone says. But at the same token, though, the bitterness is because he's making twenty million a year, and we do have an insurance policy on him, so we don't we don't lose all of it. But you know, so we basically have an insurance policy. We he's only I think five or seven million on the cap technically. But so the, it's really the way of the Wilpons scheming us. So it makes us seem like we're <laughs> spending twenty million, but they're yeah, really getting yeah. I believe fourteen or fifteen million back. So we're not losing a ton from of him. It basically makes David Wright look like the jackass for not for trying to play. But it's really the Wilpons scheming us. So once again, it's it, we really shouldn't. I shouldn't be. Matt fans shouldn't be too mad at David Wright. Some people are like screw him. I'm like he's just trying to play. The Wilpons aren't losing money just on the cap in the cap. <laughs> It says that they're they're losing money, but they're getting that money right right back and not spending it. So that's why those fuckers need to spend it this this off season because the Met fans deserve it. Okay, yeah, and it's, it, it. it's
0: funny it because funny. they said a couple of weeks ago or some shit like that that they're all in for next year. Like they're gonna go out, they're gonna get the big player, the big star. They're all in. So we'll see. I mean, we'll see. But moving right along, Tom, and yeah, and Sully. So. I mean <laughs> I right now chocolate. I mean look at these division races right now. I mean the AL the AL lease is done. Like I'll say it. Ten games behind the Yankees. It's done. Yo, the, the Rays are sneakily not putting together like they're they're putting together a, a decent year. You know, they're over five hundred. Everybody else in our division stinks. I mean, this AL Central is fucking done. The AL West is tight. But the NL, every single division. I mean, the NL East. You got the the Braves in first place. And the Phillies a game behind. The Nats seven games behind. The NL Central. The Cubs lead that. Then the Brewers two games behind. Then St. Louis four and a half behind. Then Pittsburgh seven and a half behind. And then the West. You have Arizona leading. Colorado one. Dodgers one behind. San Francisco five behind. So it's like... Every single division is going to come down to the wire. It's amazing baseball right now. What do you guys think about this right now? Like, Tom, what do do you think about these tight-ass divisions?
2: It's crazy that you literally have 11 teams in the National League that have a legitimate shot at making the playoffs right now because there's, what, five teams that have a shot at making the playoffs in the (laughs) – in the five or six teams in the AL that have a shot at making the playoffs, and you have eleven yep. in the NL. I mean, there's the competition six, is so much better the there.
1: Six in the AL, if you count. Them. Yeah, so, so it's literally half. So yeah,
2: yeah it's like half. And I mean, the NL West I think is probably going to be one of the better races. Uh,
0: Tom, you so far, froze, but
2: there. Oh, can you not hear? Can you hear me now? Now
1: yeah, you're back. Yeah, you're back. Oh, hey, see, can you just start that right. thought over, please? Say the NL West. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, so the, the NL West is, like, is probably going to be the best division race when it comes down to it. I mean, you got Colorado and Los Angeles both a game back right now. The Giants are slowly creeping up. I think they've won, they've won two in a row, but they're four and six in the last ten, but two in a row, so they could heat up. Their stretch of games they have coming up, too, actually works out for them. They have two in a row, so they have to get through two games against the Dodgers, but then they've got three against the Reds and a four-game series against the Mets. So I mean that's like that's winnable baseball for them. I think that can be I think that can be a really big turning point for them. They win five of those. That's good. They go five hundred over that. I mean the um Colorado has the Braves coming up, so that's gonna be kind of tough for them. I think it's a four game set with them. Yeah. So that's gonna be that's gonna be a series. I could see them splitting that series, the Braves winning three one, Colorado winning three one could go either way. So it's gonna be interesting. But the Arizona has four against the Padres. Coming up this next week, so that's probably four wins for them.
0: You know, three very, if yeah.
2: anything. Like
0: you know it it's, very, gonna be, it's gonna be, it's You know, it's very interesting about the Rockies too. Their run differentials is minus minus seventeen, and they're just a game behind. Yeah. Like that's just and yeah. that San Francisco is minus thirty four, and they're only five games behind. That's just.
1: I don't always play too much into run differential, but I I really all year I don't know what it is I I don't consider. Well, I've been considered the the Giants real contenders. I mean, they're yeah. they're they're not going to make the playoffs they're in, and as Tom said, but it's funny because I'm mean, Colorado's obviously right there, game out. But I yeah. haven't looked at them as serious playoff contenders at all all season, and I and I almost still don't. As foolish as that sounds, I just the run differential. It, it, I think it it means something, not everything. But yeah. I, they're yeah. they're pitching. I just don't. I don't trust their starting pitching. I don't. I don't trust their ability to. Bro, you know, John Gray, I think he's you know, he's apparently an ace. He has like a six ERA or something. He's I think he's awful.
0: Yeah. They've had
1: yeah. Kevin Freeland's had an amazing year, a really good year for them. Uh Mark Marquez, I- I'm not impressed by Jack him. They've they've had, had Tyler Tyler Anderson's had a very nice year for them as well. But I don't know if I've seen enough of those guys to think, you know, Freeland and Anderson are gonna be their aces. They've oh, pitched very I- well. Absolutely.
0: And and then look at Bettis and fuck. I, I know Bettis has his ERA is over a five. So I completely yeah, it's, it's agree with you. Floating it's floating around five. So it's disturbing.
1: Yeah. And, uh, you know, they obviously hit so much better at home. Their their home and road splits are virtually the same, which is which is rare for them, which is which is a solid time. But I, I don't. Charlie Blackman's also had a down year. He's had a down year not for his standards. No, no, an and amazing. They have a lot of you know good hitters, obviously. Cargo, Carlos Gonzalez has had a good year. Yeah, um yeah. DJ LeMay Hughes back now. So uh, they 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 should be considered obviously in the race. I just I don't buy the starting pitching when I look at teams like the Dodgers, who now have the surplus of pitching. They're sending Ross Stri- Stripling, who's an all-star this year, <laughs> to the bullpen. Yeah. Him and you know, him and who is it, uh Kenta Maeda? They're both in the bullpen now. Then they got they got you know Kershaw. They got Walker Buehler, who I love, uh, yeah. Yeah, really young stud. They got High um, Ryu. I don't know how to pronounce his last name. They got they got him. They got uh, who's the other who's the other guy? They have uh, I can't, oh they have Alex Woods pitched really good lately. He's rebounded the last five or six starts. So they have a they have a very deep pitching staff, and I think people sleep on them. They don't know uh, maybe some average fan doesn't know as much about. The Ross Striplings, the Walker Buellers of the world, but those guys have have elite stuff. I mean, Striplings got a two six two ERA on the year, about eleven twelve more strikeouts than innings pitched, one point oh nine WHIP. I mean, these guys can pitch, and he's the bull in the bullpen for my fantasy team. I don't like that, but I still don't think it's a smart <laughs> decision. The team can <laughs> depth. Out of the pen, you know, you you look at you know Robbie Ray. I would imagine it will get a little better for the Dimebacks. Granky's a stud, you know. Corbin's a stud, so the pitching. You know, even Zach Godley's been pretty good, and he, and he had a great year last year. The, the pitching yeah. on the other teams, I think, is just superior. At the end of the day, and we'll all have pretty good. And obviously, the Dodgers, I think, the Dodgers will run away with it. You know, once they get things nope, clicking, nope. Dozier's been slow. Machado hasn't been great. Their new additions, so I, you know, I think we're we're just seeing a little, you know, a little valley, and right? we haven't seen the yeah, peak yeah, yet. With the Dodgers.
0: Yeah, I, I agree <laughs> with you, and I think even the last couple games they've had. It's come down to kind of like like weird occurrences, how they've been losing. Because yeah. it's like you said, I mean, they're better than... If you look at the numbers, I mean, personnel-wise, I think they're better than every other team in that division. I mean, top to bottom, in the they National have. League. I
1: think in the National yeah, League, they're
0: better than yeah. every team. Top, top to bottom, absolutely. But if you yeah. just even look at the numbers, I mean they beat every single other team in that division and everything. I mean, run differential plus 93, the, the, the the D backs are plus 70. And it's like you said, you know, not to look too much into that, but that's a direct indicator that look, their batting is better. Their pitching is better. It's only a matter of time. Like you said, I mean, they're, they're, we're looking at a value right now. They're at their low, but when they hit that, they lost
1: four in a row, they've lost four in a row and three of, you know, they've only won three of 10. So they're, they're scuffling, but I, I really, I think that they, I think they'll win the division. I'm very confident they'll make it, but they, they are two and a half out of the wild card, so it's not a slam dunk they make the playoffs. So it, it really isn't at this point. It's true.
0: What do you, uh, Tom? I'll throw you this one. What do you think about the Cubs? Do you have any stock? Do you have any faith that they'll do anything this year? Like, you know, they lead the division. Chances are, you know, they're probably gonna win it, even though Milwaukee's breathing down their necks. In the playoffs, do you Milwaukee
2: beat them, beat them today, too. Milwaukee yeah. 7-0, won today. Yeah, yeah. They got a game tomorrow, too. I mean, that's that's big there. Milwaukee could win that division. He's in the Cubs are looking at a wild card spot. I mean, do they want to be in that one-game playoff? Who do you I, – I mean, they have reliable pitching to go in that game. But who knows? Their offense is so spotty. At times, it can be one of the better ones in baseball. And then at times, it's anemic. I mean, they, they – they need to rely on those bats and I don't know if they can right now. I think the pitching won't be an issue. I think in a in a wild card game, that one game playoff, I think they could throw someone out there and it could be a real low scoring game for the other team. You know what I mean? It could be I could see it being a 1-0, 2-1, like one game, one run game, two run game coming down to the wire there, but they need to make sure the offense shows up because I mean at times it's just not good. I think I if they would have got Manny Machado, I think it would have been a little different. I think it, I think they would have had a little bit more of a lead they in have this more division, firepower. they would but I mean they they have those games coming up they have um they have to go to Pitt for four after that though they go to Pittsburgh for four so that's that's pretty good for them Pittsburgh's yeah, not Pittsburgh looking great some, lately yeah yeah and then they have Detroit for two so I mean they have six games coming up that are all winnable for them so that could that could benefit them I think uh the Brewers I didn't look at what they have coming up, but I can't imagine it's much easier than what the Cubs have.
0: Yeah. What well, um what would you say are your dream matchups, guys? Like who do you want to see can in I that just, one? Can I
1: just say one thing about the uh the Cubs real Go quick? Go ahead. Um I obviously haven't been a huge fan of the Cub Cubs this year, the team. I think their talent has been overstated. I love Javi Baez. Shout out to the fantasy team team Happy. once again. But, uh, <laughs> so, I mean, they, they definitely have some talent. I don't think they're – but I really liked – I'll tell you what I really liked. And I think they sh- would probably win the division now, and they I think they'll make the playoffs regardless. But I'll tell you, the, once they got Cole Hamels, to me, you know, that me reminded of last year when the Astros got yeah, Verlander, Verlander, and Verlander was struggling. Mm-hmm. You have this premier veteran pitcher, gets a new change of scene, goes to one of, the, you know, the better teams in his league. And, you know, he, it's really, you know, a new set of eyes on, on you know, on his arm. You know, new, new, maybe not, you know, things getting learned. So I really, and look at, if you look at what Col was in his three starts, since being traded. Two wins, uh, nine strikeouts in two of those. And a, we got his, he's given up three runs in, you know, 13 innings. No, two runs. Two runs in, no, more than that, in. Sorry, doing no, in 18 innings, 18 innings, three runs. In 18 innings, three runs. Hasn't had a record in ERA over 1.5 in any of them. Uh, so a three quality starts. You know, you know, two, wins in two of them. He's been dominant. You know, he's been a lot better. And if I'm the Cubs and I have to play the one game wild card, Lester's struggling lately. Uh, Kyle Hendricks, he's not. He doesn't have filthy stuff. He's, I don't believe in Kyle Hendricks at all. I don't even, I send out Cole Hamels for the one game playoff. Absolutely. And I say Cole, Hamels, you're the veteran. You go out and get it. Jose is nice, but I'm not a huge fan of him either. Uh, Hugh Darvish, I think, is a joke. Um, oh my god, that's
0: the last person you want in a playoff game.
1: Yeah, but I you send Cole Hamels out there, you send in a lefty, and you say you know you know reach back a little extra, and you know go shut down the other team. And I like my chances if I'm them ho- at home. And oh, Wrigley, yeah. so I I you know. I and, just wanted to get and, that in. I think they're, he's, they're set up yeah. pretty well.
0: He's a good playoff pitcher, too. When he was in Philly, like he was one of the most reliable guys when, oh, yeah. when Philly wanted him. You know, yeah,
1: but the Brewers are right there. Like you said, the Brewers could sweep right now and they'd be tied. That is definitely a race to keep tabs on.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. But yeah, looking at the wild card game, what would be your you like, dream matchups in those games?
2: And St. Louis-Milwaukee would be good in the NL. I think that would be a good wild card game. St. Louis has been playing great lately. They're like 8-2 yeah. and two in their last 10. They've been on fire. I think they won six in a row. Yeah, six in
1: a row. Yep. Yeah, they're, they're for- on
2: fire lately. I think that would be right. If they can stay hot, I think Milwaukee and uh, St. Louis in the wild card, that would be a good one. That would be a good one. And, and obviously okay. the, Yankees, the Yankees, I think you'd probably rather play the Ace. But no. you probably still have to face, Minot- really. You'd rather face the Astros than have to go against. Uh, yep. Uh, the
1: A- honestly, A- I'm more have afraid of. If you my two dream matchups, the A- and these ones are these ones are real good. Yeah, for like just baseball, Houston, New York, and the AL for Atlanta Severino it would be awesome. Would be incredible, no matter where it is. Mm-hmm. You know, you have two. You know, World Series contenders going into the year, and probably possibly still, depending on how Severino's pitching, if he writes the ship. Nationally, get ready for this one cubs nationals tell me that, Ooh, be that would be a great that would be re- great a rematch of last year's crazy series that, would that, 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 that series is. was crazy that series had everything they had that had like box and wild pitches and errors and bombs in five six run innings so but with that also being said you have you have the implications of that game i think go far beyond the actual game because I mean, if Harper, if you know the Nationals, who knows what they're going to make? But if they lose that game, Harper's probably leaving. You know, so yeah, and yeah. he may go to who? Uh, no one other than the Chicago Cubs and re- reunite with his friend and his good childhood lifelong friend, Bryant. So, yep, but if yep. you know, if if the Nationals win that, maybe they get some life. Maybe they go to the you know the pennant, and maybe maybe Harper signs a one year deal and stays with them. You know,
0: 30, forty nine. Yeah. I'll I'll tell you. I think I think. Harper must have told that team something like I you know I plan on staying or you know because they were shopping him and then out of nowhere they pulled the plug they had some good offers I guess they might have had a dialogue there and Harper must have said like you know what I'm you know it's not such a sure thing that I'm gonna leave so don't shop me you know it's probably I probably am leaning towards staying and that's another thing I want to get into (laughs) Yet attacking the Yankees one more time. <laughs> I don't think Harper, Machado, these guys are coming to New York. I wanna I want these fucking rumors to stop. Cause I honestly, and I'll tell you, I'm gonna sound crazy again. I don't want either of them. I honestly do not want either of them. You I want, want the
1: homegrown grown players. Yes.
0: Exactly. Cause you yeah. know what that does? That keeps that luxury tax very low. We don't we don't pass that threshold. And then we could keep paying guys. You know what I'm saying? Like that's all I want. I don't want these. I think it's just nicer
1: to see because the Yankees are always known for just buying their players. Buying their players, players. it'd be nice to you know. I mean, you you know, Stanton was acquired in a trade. You have some players high payroll, but really the core of it is obviously built with guys that are on their you know their first deals. So you know, if you could win with that, it would be really cool and be a lot more respectable, I guess, for you know the Yankee haters and outside. So I definitely could you know. Agree and with five, you on that, and I don't think either of them are going. I, you know, I think there may be like a day or two when it's like, you know, he, you know, so and so, you know, if anyone possibly goes, I think it w- it would be Machado. I don't yeah, think Harper's yeah. going. They have such a they have such a surplus of outfielders. I think there may be like rumors swirling for a day or two, and then it just like dies down, and then they're like, no, because the obviously the New York media will hype it up. But exactly. Yeah, exactly.
0: All right, so we could leave the topic. We're going to end it with this one. It's just something I heard. I don't remember. I sent it to you guys in the chat. But it was, you know, respected baseball name said, Nolan Arenado is the best third baseman in the game right now. One or two great seasons, and he'll be the best player. Not third baseman, best player of all time, if I'm not mistaken.
1: Wait, he didn't say best third. I thought he said best third base. One minimal. second.
0: I'll tell you that's right pretty now. Cool. Who he
1: said this? Mike so, Hall
0: of Famer, Mike Schmidt. Oh, Nolan, Mike Ar- Schmidt. Ar- Nolan Arenado is already the greatest defender at third base to ever play the game. And if his offense continues a few more years, he'll go down as the greatest all time.
1: Greatest, but he's not, he's not, <laughs> is he referring to third base? That's, or? You
0: see, that's, that's the thing. I don't know. Leave it
1: up for debate.
0: Yeah, he left it up for debate, but let's just go with. We'll say third greatest third baseman of
1: all. Well, time. yeah, obviously the fact yeah. that he that the you know the he's not even the greatest player of our generation. Can't even sniff at Mike Trout so <laughs> exactly. in, any reg- in any regard. In any regard, I I even think Mike Trout's a better defender, hitter, <laughs> yeah. f- faster. You know, so that's just preposterous. Yeah. So yeah, we'll look at it from the third 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 base point of view. Um,
0: I, you know, and I'll disagree. He's a I great
1: hitter. <laughs>
0: yeah, and he's even though, from even play. with that, I'll say Adrian Beltre is historically just a better hitter than him. Like in the body of work, if you look at it.
1: Yeah, but I, I he just doesn't pass Beltre. I don't. Yeah, I don't see it. I, I think he's a great player. He doesn't get the the love he should because he's in Colorado. He's in an incredible glove, incredible glove. But there's just so many other greats that I think it'd be disrespecting. I mean, even the likes of like a a Paul Molitor that yeah, you know, yeah. you know, some and, and and then Chipper Jones. How about how about Chipper Jones? Is he better than Chipper? No, I don't nope. think he's better. He's not. And for when yeah. Chipper did both sides of the plate. Yep. Um. No. For for me, you know, Chipper was an MVP. I don't. Nolan Arenado's never won an MVP. You got Eddie Matthews is another all time great. George Brett, you know, uh, and then Mike Sh- Mike Schmidt himself. I mean, yeah. His defense is obviously incredible. I want to try and get his splits up because the thing is he doesn't he doesn't produce on the road. That's the, that's my problem. He doesn't produce nowhere near the same on the road outside <laughs> of course. Field. Do you, I don't know if you have the splits there. I, I'll, I just, I'll um
0: let me do a little investigation yeah.
1: for you. But but it's basically I know they're pretty drastic. They're they're not awful, but they're definitely significant enough. I don't know them this year, but I know the past few years. It's quite the difference, and you know which leads me to believe he's a good offensive player and he really takes advantage of the ballpark, but, and the humidor, you know, but I mean, when he's on the road, as you will probably see from the numbers, once you get him up there, he's not, he's nowhere near the same player. So his numbers are really inflated to a degree and need to be taken with a grain of salt. If you ask me, when it comes to the offensive numbers, the power numbers and the average numbers, there's so much outfield out in Colorado you know that really helps your batting average just when so with the gaps being so big so yeah, it's not yeah. just the homers it's that is a, that is such a big field there it's such a, i think it's like 345 355 down down the lines you know you got like 90 yeah. in the gaps like it's just it's it's huge it's it's also not a particularly nice park either it's really not very nice but
2: it's in denver right
1: yeah yeah, it's yeah. It's, so it's it's fucking really altitude. Not it's really not <laughs> nice. There's a bunch of trees in the out in the, in the in the in the outfield. It's it's weird. I don't. know Nick,
0: give me one second. I'm om- I'm almost to it.
1: For some reason, yeah. told- Arenado 22nd in WAR. But, but yeah, his his defense his defense is, is is bar none. It's it's acceptable. Oh yeah. I don't know. I don't know if it's the greatest. of of all time probably not yet but he, he could go down as the greatest glove. but you know who also has a great glove while we're waiting for for anthony and an exceptional glove that i love a young player i really like whose offense is still a little bit you know a work in progress uh matt chapman on the a's he has man he covers a lot of ground uh, he is he's something he's going to be something special he's going to be a star if not a superstar once he figures it out consistently at the plate he mean, he had the, he has like the range of a shortstop at third and with a cannon. I know his WAR is really up there for for reason. Yeah, he's like have. top ten in WAR. He's got like a, he's which got is, like a six is, something. Yeah, which is funny. I don't know if it's that. It's really up there, which is funny because his offense numbers are like 238, 40 RBIs, 15, 16 home runs. It's I not got crazy. It. But it's the defense, which really. All right, we'll go back to. Uh, yeah. So he, Om- before that, six point yeah. seven is his WAR. Wow, that is that's incredible. That and that's that's the defense right there. Because he yeah he, his offensive numbers aren't that impressive. All
0: right, guys. So in fifty-eight games at home, Nolan Arenado is batting three fifty-four, hitting sixteen homers and forty-four RBIs. And with fifty-four games away, he has hit two fifty-nine.
1: With
0: 13 homers and has struck out 17 more times than at home. So, yes, that is.
1: And those numbers uh, those numbers are like a yearly consistently thing. I don't know about to that degree, but those numbers are like he bats in the twos at, on, on the road right. and he bats in like the mid threes, like 340, 350, 360 at home. So that's just something I think we need to be wary of because like that's crazy 100 point difference like i didn't even know if it would be that that that's that's huge that is huge that's, that's crazy And like, last know, year and,
0: like you said he batted 336, 336, 336 i don't know why i said 33 336, 336 at home and 283 away
1: yeah so that that's more real that's like a more but still that's yeah. 50 60 points over a full season and yeah, like we, like sweet, i said yeah. he's a good player 283 very good like you're still good but you're not not an all-time great not in that park. No, Agreed. sorry, Mike Agreed. Schmidt.
0: <laughs> Agreed. It disproved. Agreed. All right, guys. So let's splice that up and go into a little today in sports history. So today, August fourteenth. Going down, souls. All right, today, August fourteenth, in nineteen sixty nine. Don't be worried about how the sixty nine guys, because this is relevant. Oh, this team, <laughs> this NL team. Fell 9.5 games back. This team won the pennant that year. In what year? This was in 1969. Oh, the Mets. Yep, the Mets. The goddamn Mets.
1: The streak is still alive, baby. Damn. (laughs) Yep.
2: I was going to guess the Reds.
1: That was too easy for me, though. I have to. I mean... Well, you got to think when it comes to the Mets. Like we've had so, we've only had so few amazing years where we've won it too. <laughs> that you just it's like I have to, to know those years. Like it's not even like '69 right, and '86. Right, have like, another one. have another one.
0: And on August 14th, 1959, this NBA great was born. He was part of one of the great NBA rivalries. 40,
1: 30 Larry years Bird.
0: ago. Nope. Larry Bird. Larry Bird. No, go ahead, Magic John. Johnson. No. Magic Johnson. Magic Johnson, Sullivan, you won.
1: Let's go. Yet again. <laughs> Bullshit, I fucking said that first. I said no, it. No, he I said it.
0: Before. I said it before. He said it. All right, oh, I have another one. We'll I mean, am not why. In 1982, <laughs> with his 12,365th career at bat, this player passes Hank Aaron to become the all-time leader of plate appearances. Who Heroes. Was? Fuck you, to Sully. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Good shit. You that was yeah, that was you. All right, let me see. Um
2: I'm not happy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: let me see hold on one second
1: I didn't think those were I, I was gonna say the answer before we even got there but I didn't want to be a dick so
0: <laughs> I know I couldn't
2: I, I didn't know what year you said and then I was like is he, when you said passes Hank Aaron it, it, I was it like, does oh, sound very late
1: for Pete Rose it sounds very yeah. late was yeah. it E3 that's the thing it's like I'm like uh but yeah he played that old that but long. you
2: gotta figure you're talking you're only talking a few guys when you
1: talk that's that <laughs> oh yeah yeah it's now we're down to a few
0: All right, this one's good. Um, In 1961, this NL team lost their 17th game in a row. Who was it?
1: In what year, 61?
0: 61. Go ahead, Tom. I know you know it.
2: The Braves.
0: No. No. Oh, fuck. Oh,
2: I feel like I... Go Um... ahead, Solz.
1: I'm going to say the I'm going to have a
0: hint for you guys after this.
1: I I can't think. It's not You, you said know. NL, right? Yep. I'm trying to I'm trying to think of who was around back then. There weren't that many teams back then.
0: There were not a many teams now.
1: Was it the New York Giants?
0: No. Alright. This team wears pinstripes. That's a oh, th- the Cubs. Th- nope. Um One,
1: two, three, four, oh, the three, five, Pittsburgh Pirates. Seven, eight. No. Not the Pirates. Cincinnati here. Reds.
0: No. Tom. Pinstripes. There's only three oh. six eight teams right now that wear pinstripes in baseball.
2: But I don't know if the the one team I'm thinking of, I don't know if they were around then.
1: Yeah, no, they were. Say it, bro.
2: Say it. The Rockies?
1: No, not the Rockies. It's the Phillies.
0: It is the Phillies. Oh, oh, shit! I'm thinking the the Rockies. That doesn't count. I took like
1: I took like four guesses though. It doesn't count. (laughs) All right, guys. (laughs) Let's Let's move. move, Let's move right on. Wait, wait, and and Sullivan has a. I'm keeping you on your toes. Sweet. I have my own question today. Oh,
0: excellent. Go, go ahead.
1: Uh, All right. The baseball guy at camp today, he challenged me to this question. What pitchers have won a Cy Young? doesn't relate to the day. What pitchers have won a Cy Young in both the American and National Leagues? Six players. I got five of the six in under 30 seconds. Ready, set, go. Jesus
2: Christ. Roger Clemens. I
1: was yep. going to say
0: Clemens.
2: Randy Johnson.
1: Yep, that's yep. true. Uh, Kurt Schilling. Nope. Fuck, not
2: sure. Um, um
0: fuck, fuck, fuck. Verlander?
2: No, Verlander
0: Dolan, didn't win next year. Nope. Verlander, Nolan? No. Nolan? Nope. Nolan Ryan? Or oh, he, um, he was just one league. He was just fuck, 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 fuck. fuck, fuck, fuck. CC? No, CC didn't win in uh No. Um fuck. Roy Halladay. Yes. Yep.
1: Great one. There you go. Um
0: That's... Cliff Lee. No. Fuck. Oh, uh, yes.
2: um but oh, why am I drawing a blank on every fucking great pitcher's Tom, name?
1: One you should really Greg Maddox, Pe- Pedro. Oh, not Pedro. Pedro, yep, Pedro, Pedro. Oh yeah, that's right. That's How right. much do we have? Four. You got four of the six. Of the six, I'll give. I'll give you a hint. Uh, one is hard. One one played a long time ago. Was an exceptional pitcher. Um, but he had some great years, played for a really long time, played Maddox. on, a, played on a not so great team today historically. Um, Damn. and then the other Wait, one, did plays, you guess the other one plays today, yeah. the other yeah. one plays today. Plays today. Yeah. That We're one, at,
0: like, oh, in that's the shit. Like I'm so fucking oh. stumped. Um, one.
1: This one you need to get. This one is... Bada bing, bada boom. Scherzer. Yes.
0: Yes, yes, nice. yes, baby. That's he was in the dumb. AL? Yeah, he was in Detroit. Tigers. Oh, yeah. that's right. That's right. I fucking knew it. Scherzer was the last one. Was um, the old one... Sure um, there's, one
1: more. there's one more, but you won't get it. Wait, hold let on. me see. Hold on, hold on. I didn't yeah. get it either today because I, I was in my car. He gasped me from his car and it... and. Um, Oh, I wanted no. to get the fuck out of camp, so I was like, "I'm out."
0: Just give me the year. I mean, I, I probably won't guess it. What? What like decade did he play in?
1: It was the uh, the seventies, for his prime. <laughs> seventies. Played You're for right. the Indians and the Padres when he won them respectively. He won it for the Indians in seventy two, Padres in seventy eight. I have no idea. Was father. it yeah. that guy
0: who took LSD? No.
1: No, I don't, <laughs> I don't think so.
0: Um, yeah, I'm not going to get that, bro. I'm no, I'll so tell stuck. you. You're not going to get it.
1: Gaylord Perry. Ah, Gaylord. The oh, yeah, Gaylord. I never would have got. I would have never guessed <laughs> Gaylord people Perry. know, but it's like, you know, did most people know Frosty, Gaylord, Gaylord Perry <laughs> in the Indians and Padres? It's like, no. It's like, all right. But good Jeez. job. You guys combined to get the five, uh, yeah. five of the six. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. Just... yeah.
0: That's good stuff. That was good stuff. That, you know what? I like that. That, that did keep us that on our toes. Good.
1: Yeah. And, Stay all right, well. moving
0: right along into the NFL. Let's start it off with a little Jets talk. Sam Darnold impressed oh. Josh Norman today. He said that oh, good. he said that uh, he like veterans always try to rattle rookies, and Sam saw right through all the defenses, all the schemes. Sam has already said that it's easier reading defenses in the NFL, and you know what? I want to say it right now. I think that Sam Darnold is gonna be a franchise quarterback for the Jets, and I think he's going to be a very good quarterback within the next three years. Yeah, so he has my ringing endorsements. What do you think about that? He was definitely
2: the most NFL-ready coming in, and I think he's already proving it, which is awesome. He definitely had the highest floor. So, I mean, already coming in and having a veteran player notice that and go out and speak on that, I mean, come on. That's got to be feel. That's got to feel awesome.
0: <laughs> that's a, and you know, Josh Norman talks a lot of smacks, So for him to say that... exactly
1: that for a guy, for a guy with that reputation to talk yeah. nice about you, <laughs> I think yeah, I'm 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 ecstatic about the comments. Just because you know, Josh Norman's been a veteran, respected competitor. You may not like him, but he's you know he's a grinder. He's 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 a Gruden grinder. Let me tell yeah. <laughs> you, he you know he's seen a lot. He's seen a lot. I don't know how many years he's been in eight nine. Who knows? But. You know, he's definitely a pro bowler. He may not be what he is, but he's seen it all. So for him to say that, and I, I saw it like about a couple hours ago, and he was just like, he was like, he was like, damn. He's like, he was like, you know, I heard, you know, he's good. He's like, well, he's making all the throws. And then, like, yep. We, yep. Try and, we try and, you know, you know, trick him, you know, how you do with rookie quarterback. and I'm like, damn, well, that didn't work either. It was just, yep. you know, it was very good, very, very cool to hear that. And, yeah, I. I'm praying. i really, really think he's the guy. I really do. Every indication says it is. But being a Met and Jet fan, he won't be somehow. But no, I'm very confident. I'm like 80 percent chance he'll be the guy. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, he I mean, he's got it all. He's pretty much got it all. I, I Darnold. He, he's mobile. He he feels pressure so well in the pocket. He moves so well. Um, and he finds receivers so late, late in in the uh, you know, three, four, five seconds into the play. So. I'm
0: and 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 what's good for the Jets is he's not the only quarterback that's playing well for the Jets Teddy Bridgewater is playing so well that they're even talking about trading him because he's he's generating buzz from other teams and you know I've said this before I think Teddy was on the up before his gruesome injury in the Vikings and he's putting together a nice camp is like you said with with Darnold I think you know, past years, you see guys like Mark Sanchez and fucking Geno Smith. They never had the buzz that he has. Like, I, I never trusted a Mark Sanchez coming out of USC. I just never trust that program. And I never yeah, trusted Sanchez, a Geno. Yeah, Sanchez's buzz
1: was up there. It wasn't quite the same, though. The it, same, it, it, exactly. Like, yeah. nobody said than all the... Other the school and stuff.
0: Exactly. Nobody was like, oh, this Sanchez guy's Sanchez had the already. looks. You
1: know, Sanchez had yep. the looks in the USC. And Garnold does not have the looks. Exactly. <laughs> you know what it
0: is? You know what it <laughs> is? Died. So, Sam is more. No Chad offense, Pennington. Sam.
1: I hope I hope we go sixteen and all this year with you at the helm. But yeah. you,
0: Sam is looking. more Chad Pennington, whereas Sanchez was more Broadway Joe. If you get that comparison, yeah. Where Broadway Joe was wasn't necessarily the greatest quarterback. He was no, a service i numbers were
1: dreadful. numbers Whereas Chad like
0: Bradshaw bad. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly.
1: So I agree with that correlation analogy.
0: Yeah, and then moving right along with the Jets, you got to take the good with the bad. Uh, Todd Bowles was not happy with Terrell Pryor discussing his injuries and all this shit right before they have a game. And it's it's like one of those rules. Even Bill Belichick says this shit. Never fucking tell your opponents the weakness because guess what? If you say you have a wrist injury and it hurts, guess what they're going to be doing the whole game, the cornerbacks? They're going to be hand-checking you and you're not going to be getting off that line quickly. So that was dumb. And if it wasn't bad enough, DJ Swearinger, I don't know if you saw this clip, Sully... Uh, Terrell, they threw him a pass. He drops it. He gets up. Uh, the whole, you know, the whole Redskins team's talking shit. And DJ pretends like he's going to punch him. And Terrell, he must have flinched out of his cleats, bro. Like, he, he flinched like three yards back. And it was a disaster. Yeah, it looked so bad, yeah. bro. Oh, my God. It was so bad. It was so embarrassing. So, yeah, Terrell Pryor's not having a hot, 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 hot camp. I mean, I've, I've been reading his stuff. He's been... He's been all right. Hasn't really been consistently beating coverages and all that. So I really want to see.
1: I don't like Terrell Pryor. Yeah. I, I I did draft him in three fantasy leagues last year. So, but I just, I don't like him. I don't, I, I don't, I don't think the speed is, is good enough to beat coverages just without the fine right route route running, that which he doesn't possess right now. I, I don't, I don't like him. I don't, I don't think he'll be. I don't think be, I don't think he's
0: the only yeah the only thing he could beat is zone coverages when like the corner just sits in his zone because he yeah. he's just not he just doesn't yeah I mean,
1: he had a great year two he had a very good year two years ago over a thousand yards I think five mm-hmm. touchdowns but the Browns very respectable year but it's the Browns so looking back on it it's like just like someone had to get those yards and you know mm-hmm. when you're throwing you're down twenty in the fourth quarter so. You know, I, it's something where I look at those yards differently. Um, so I, I, I really, numbers. yeah, it was low risk. It was a it was a low risk, possible medium reward. So I didn't hate the signing, but I don't. Um, I, I just I, I'm not a big fan. I, I I know I heard his reaction when they drafted. I think when they drafted Darnold, he was like pissed or something. Yeah, who said that? Someone said that. And he was like, he like screamed, "Fuck!" Like, dude, like Darnold's gonna save the yeah. franchise, possibly. priors like flinching from people and telling the defenses and coaches, <laughs> you know giving them a game plan uh, prior just seems like he doesn't have the work ethic honestly yeah like, he doesn't seem he, like he has he the relies car. a lot on talent
0: but i mean i will say this to prior i don't i don't know the last two years he's kind of like been a little bit more lackadaisical because that year like you said when he had that great year he did work that year was two years it.
1: ago no that yeah, year was two years, go. years go. ago last two year ago. was his yeah, two yeah, years yeah, ago. Yeah, he had
0: a down year last year with the Skins.
1: Yeah, it was he, just one year
0: downing. before. Exactly. The year before, he really worked hard at being a receiver. He really worked on his uh, route running, everything. He really had the work ethic, and it showed. Last year, you could tell that he just didn't give a shit. Uh, yeah. Kirk Cousins kind of even said it like, he worked. Terrell Prep was even in a consistent wide receiver rotation last year, just because of that. Yeah. And then this year, he's just not getting. And that run. was a
1: that was a weak wide receiver core. A receiver core with where they were the best decimated. receivers were uh, Dachson, Pierre, Pierre Garcon, Josh Dachson, and uh, you know they went to their yeah. running backs like Chris Thompson and Vernon Davis a lot. They didn't have receiving threats, and they had you know Grant. I forgot his nope. name first nope. name. They didn't have. A, they had one of the weakest wide receiving cores so. Yeah, Absolutely. Like... Yeah. Um, just a little breaking
0: news, real quick. Robert Acuna, he hit his third straight leadoff home run today, just now. Wow, guy's a fucking beast. But moving on. Um, Des Bryant visiting the Browns this week. What do you guys think about that? I mean, could why he not add value at this I point? Am.
2: Why not? What do you have to lose? Literally, what do you have to lose adding another offensive weapon out there? Baker can sling the ball around if you give him enough targets out there. Let him just like let him go out yeah. there and have at it. Put as many weapons as you can on the field for him and just see what the kid can do. See what Tyrod can do if he ends up being the starter. It's like Baker played really well, if I'm not mistaken, in that first preseason game.
1: Pick, so did Tyrod, well. but yeah, I mean they both played well. Tyrod will be it's, the starter for the first half. He will, half. for sure. He will, he will, he will, but yeah, I mean... But I, I mean, yeah, I mean, Dez Bryant will be a good red zone. He could be a good... I think Bryant could be a good red zone threat on slants, on jump balls, everything else. Don't really know, but... Yeah. Um, he could be a good situational player. Like, there's players in 20 to 20. He's, like, inside the 20 red zone type of yeah, guy just yeah. goes and gets the ball. But, yeah, I mean, yeah, why not at this point? Like, it's like the Browns high. And I'll just go all out. I mean, that would be a very talented receiving core.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And it's funny because, you know, we've always talked about Landry, but Landry, this camp, I've been reading that he's having an unreal camp. He's honestly, he's trying to become a very vocal leader. He's becoming that very go to guy. He's been fucking quicker, apparently. I so, would hope so.
1: It's about time, Landry. Averages yeah. four touchdowns for three seasons and thinks he's as good as Odell Beckham yeah
2: I, no. he's I, he's yucking it up for the cameras
0: he's the he's a generic version of uh odell whereas odell's a store brand but um yeah no absolutely and then another interesting thing uh nfl.com today rated their top five defenses and this was interesting obviously number one the jags i don't think nobody will disagree with that number two vikings three where it gets interesting not that i really hate the move because i do think they're a very talented defense arizona four chargers who i think the chargers should be three to be honest because the chargers defense is fucking crazy and then five philadelphia that's i mean it's tough to to argue with any one of those i would probably swap philly with Maybe the Rams, but I'm just not sold. Really, 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 Wait, really. Wait,
1: was Arizona not in the top five in there?
0: Arizona number three.
1: No, they were they were No, three. I mean yeah. I mean uh the, the the Rams weren't in the top five.
0: No, Rams seventh.
1: Yeah, get 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 the get the Cardinals out of there and and you know, Peterson is slowly falling off and they've lost to Honey Badger, so I think we're gonna see we're gonna see, you know, Peterson falling off a little bit and maybe maybe at a fit had a faster clip this year with with no honey badger so yeah. I don't I don't I don't think you know the the Cardinals may, maybe I don't even know if they have a top seven or eight defense to me I don't I'm not too sure about it so i I definitely would put the Rams up there just for talent alone and everything else I pretty much agree with chargers and yeah Eagles yeah. could be a little higher I guess but
0: yeah I, I mean yeah, I mean, with the Cardinals, I'll give them just the fact that they got Buda Baker. Hassan Raddick is showing up. Um, Chandler Peterson. Jones. Chandler Jones, who fucking led the league and the, I mean, sacks again. Uh, not not again, but I miss Chandler league.
2: Jones so much. I do miss Chandler. Was, we lost that I, trade. I miss him so much. That we was lost so that stupid. trade.
0: That was a hard <laughs>
1: game. They <laughs> have so talented so players, but I mean, it's just like, none of those guys are going to make up for what the Honey Badger did.
0: Yeah. So. Well, the, the Honey Badger his last year wasn't that good. That's why they didn't really care. But I I agree with you. I would swap. I would move Chargers up, and then I'd put uh, Rams 4, Eagles 5. That's how I would keep it. Yeah, and then they got. Yeah, and then they got Texans 6, Rams 7, Falcons 8. And this was a shocker. Pats 9. I was like, holy shit. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, the guy said, oh, I, I mean. Talent wise, it's weak, but there's no chance I'm leaving a Bill Belichick co- coach unit off the list. I mean, I get it. Points scored, we're probably going to be top five again, but yards.
1: Um, I mean, Bly yards Bly you Brent, guys get killed. Points you do very well. Yeah, yeah. exactly. They get they, yeah, they're such good red break, zone so, defense.
2: Yeah. Such That's a it. good
1: red zone. But defense. I mean, I yeah, I don't I don't agree with that because it's just the talent is not yeah. there, and you lost Patricia. Yeah, yeah, that's going to
2: be huge. I'm, I'm interested to see how that adjustment goes without having Patricia. I'll, I'll Obviously, Belichick's a defense guy, yeah. but
0: I'll tell you this: he's got more to do. <laughs> I'm actually excited, and I'm gonna tell you why. Patricia was very big on bend but don't break. He was, he was very conservative. If you looked at his, his defenses now, you know what I'm saying? Like he wouldn't care about getting gassed up. He would just care. All right, when we get into the red zone, we're gonna hunker down and we're gonna allow a field goal. Whereas Flores, what he's doing now more is is kind of the same defense, but he's blitzing more. So he's saying, no, we're going to come after you, and we're going to try to limit these yards. I mean, I want to see. We're probably going to give him more points, but that's the trade off. Yeah, you're probably going
1: to give him more big plays.
0: Yeah, more big plays, exactly. So I just want to see how that goes. Hopefully Gilmore
1: can have
2: a solid year.
0: Yeah. I'm excited to see Gilmore. He got you know he got beaten on some crossing routes in that preseason game but it was really honestly on the linebackers our linebackers were getting gassed up and that's exactly what i said when we had this podcast for the draft if we don't get a linebacker i'm not gonna be too happy and guess what everything i said came fucking true we're we're getting gassed up, so up the middle.
2: we don't even know if hightower can stay healthy we haven't seen him play
0: yeah, you know what
2: I mean. He could come back and get back. re-injured right away. Uh, it's going to be awesome if he can stay healthy. He's such a huge addition to the exactly. linebacker position there. But I mean, if he can't stay healthy, that puts us in a huge that puts us in a huge disadvantage.
0: Absolutely. Speaking of disadvantages, uh, Aaron Rodgers criticized his <laughs> his receivers. He was pissed off. Uh, all the young guys apparently just didn't give a fuck. No urgency. And honestly, I think he was talking to the receivers, but mostly I think he was talking to the coaches because it's like no respected coach is going to allow that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, it has to be top to bottom. Everybody has to be playing consistently tough. And for these young guys to come in here and just yuck it up when they're not even guaranteed
1: roster spots, that's bad. Yeah, He
2: misses Jordy.
1: Yeah. I I liked I liked the Aaron Rodgers comments, honestly. I, I thought they were needed. I thought yeah. they were... <clears throat> I don't know. I mean, you, you ideally you want to come from the coaches, but sometimes, like you said, but I, I think, like I am saying with the Yankees, you need those... The coaches can only do so much. They don't play out there. You need guys to lead by example, and sometimes you need those guys to come out of their comfort zone and become vocal leaders and get on people. I mean, and, you know, Aaron Rodgers... You know, statistically, you know, he's he's going. He'll probably go down as the greatest quarterback of all time, numbers wise. But you know, he's obviously so far behind Brady when it comes to Super Bowls. You know, and it's yeah. really not his fault. when You look at everything around him when it comes to his, agreed, you know, the agreed. defenses, the running. It's not numbers. like he hasn't won. But the numbers are the numbers are incredible. Yeah, he's and he wants to win. He's a competitor. He's sick of fucking losing. They didn't make the playoffs last year. I mean, you know, they can't he, He saw that team just be relying on him and, you know, basically say, you know, well, we're still in it. We just got to win out once Rodgers comes back and he wasn't perfect. And then they lost to the Panthers. So, I mean, that's a pretty shitty feeling to just have to be relied on. You're the team. He's literally the team. He, he, he's arguably as important to his team as anyone in the past, I don't know, 15 years, Uh, similar to Peyton Manning in in, in Indianapolis right there with Peyton Manning. So I, I really, I think he needs to get on them, and he needs to. You know, he's not getting paid. What is he like the fifteenth, twentieth highest paid quarterback? He's not getting paid. They're not giving me a he's defense. He's gonna become <laughs> the highest
0: though, because he, he's what? gonna get that contract. He's about to get a new contract. He's definitely. Well, gonna
1: be the if I was player. him, I would really, uh, I would wait for this season. I'd consider leaving, depending on how, 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 what they do with everything defensively, especially they added those two young corners. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, the defense is a lot better. But I, if I was well, I assume I would have got the hell out of there a couple of years ago, in hindsight. Yeah, they're just... Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, let's say you put them on any
1: other team, they're just as good as the Packers. If not, I mean, you know, like... Imagine put them on the Raiders, not right now. Put them on the Raiders, tell me they're not, you know, no, they're him, not put with him. that offense.
0: Put, you put them put, on, not, forget all those teams, you put them on Jacksonville, and that's a Super Bowl.
1: Oh, I mean, that's that's like
2: six Super Bowls in a row. That's yeah, not, that would be that would be devastating.
0: <laughs> that would be unreal. Like seeing Tom and Aaron every year in the championship, I mean, Aaron would just decimate our defense. I don't think is that yeah. necessarily Tom the would explain. Yeah, up? the games because would be I like
1: thirty three to thirteen. They would yeah. just be like
0: <laughs> It's not necessarily I mean, yeah. Like I mean, I yeah, see. it
1: wasn't and I, I I chose a not great defense in, in Oakland, just but like even if he has even like good, you know, the Rams, the Vikings, other very good, the te- or the Texans. Yeah, yeah. yeah like w- it's just like yeah, there's so many teams. Even the Bills, you put them on the Bills, they'd be great.
0: They'd be a good <laughs> team. with their young I defense agree.
1: and and McCoy. They'd be great on that. He'd be great on the and,
0: and they could win the, the division the, easily. The example that you could make is look at all these years. I mean, yeah, points scored, but look at all these years with the past defenses when they haven't been so great, when they haven't been top five in scoring, and you got Tom Brady carrying these guys so it's directly correlated with because these are the two greatest quarterbacks of all time easily like there's no honestly i think brady and rogers have separated themselves so far from everybody else that it's kind of mind-boggling before it was old pay Manning, but now it's like rogers brady rogers brady Yeah, i rogers, think the brady. one
1: other exception going forward is russell wilson
0: yeah I mean I Russell. Don't know why. He's Russell, not he's, he's a never, quarterback. He's,
1: yeah. He's he's on an awful team and he's one of the true dual threat quarterbacks. Ryan Rogers is dual threat quarterback. Yeah, yeah, Russell Wilson here. has the wide receiver running back mentality when he has the ball, but he has a quarterback mentality until last second and then he takes off. So like look like when he's running, he's as fast as a running back receiver, pretty much. Which is which is what I mean. But he always looks to throw downfield, I mean if it wasn't for him, they would have won, I don't know, like two to three games, games last yep. year. Like, literally. They would have been... If they don't... I, they could probably go winless if they had a bad... But they had Nick Hundley, like the quarterback back last year... <laughs> <I, laughs> Brett Hundley, yeah. Winning, they would not win a game. They yep. they are really bad, and he's the one that keeps them afloat. And you look at his passer rating. I think he's... What is he? Second all-time to Rodgers, or is he first? His passer rating numbers are incredible. Yeah, you have his to look at that. everything, but... I, I think he's someone to keep your eye for and i hope he gets out of seattle because that that ship is that ship is you know i'll give
0: i'll give seattle this i think they're you know they're gonna be awful don't get me wrong i'm gonna start with that i think they're going kind of in the right direction where i'll say this they're they're subtracting all of the big egos all of the big mouths all of the people that were creating friction in that locker room they're just getting rid of all those guys and then they're starting over where, where the coach could coach him up, and we had this discussion last year. Remember, Sully?
1: Yeah,
0: I said it. Bulls. I love what they're doing. They're getting rid of all these egos, all these guys, so Bulls could coach them up, and he makes them who he wants them to be. So I think Carroll is. He's bringing in now his guys. That that regime is. But brilliant. I don't
1: think Carroll's. I agree with you, and it's good yeah. for the Seahawks. But I don't think Carroll's there past this year, and I don't. And he's very oh, old.
0: Oh, oh! I'll tell you this. Carroll is not the type of guy, you know, and this goes against what I what I just said. But Carroll is not the guy; like he's not gonna have that strict locker room. He's not gonna be like, guys, like this is how I want things to get yeah. done. No, it's gonna be loose, and people are gonna be fucking fighting all over again.
1: Yeah, but and I just yeah. I just think they need to replace the coach, Go, like yep. get there because he's not gonna be. It, it seems like they need to do a mini re, a mini rebuild. But obviously, if you have Russell Wilson, like you said, they're an awful team, but they're gonna win six, seven, eight games just because of Russell Wilson alone. Because exactly. of they're not going to win three, four games. So if I was them, I'd fully be. But if I was Russell Wilson, I'd get the hell out of there. I have a scenario. What's up? Imagine
2: if Russell Wilson went to Tennessee. The Titans would be a fucking good team. Derrick Henry, cool. Corey Davis, Deion Lewis. They got um, they be... Delaney Walker. They would be fucking
1: good be with Russell of...
2: Wilson. Wait, it's just crazy. They're a quarterback He's... away.
1: That's crazy because in the NFL, there's no there's no real mobility of quarterbacks. You always sign your <laughs> deal before they hit the free agent mark. Kirk Cousins are to the free agent mark. That's why I was like, hell yeah, come to the Jets! Like you're you're very good because you never see quarterbacks. And obviously, we can't draft one uh, until now. So, you know, there's no mobility in the quarterback position really. And the the one trade this year with Smith, but yeah, it's yeah. really very rare. Other than you know, you it's it's not rare. 15 to 32, it's pretty much fair game. But like the top 15 quarterbacks, there's really no move. Like,
2: they stay put. Even the yeah. flat
1: of, it, he was, he Stafford, Matt yeah. Ryan, those guys don't move. They yeah. they were the one team. So you know, it, it we it's so easy to say this player with with that team. But like, yeah, I do wish some of these quarterbacks would empower themselves more and say, you know, like the I, I liked what yeah. Kirk did. Kirk went to a great defense and said, I want to be win a Super yep. Bowl. And so, it's funny, I, yeah, good for you, Kirk.
0: Because who was I talking to? Oh, I was talking to. Ah oh, man, I can't remember who I was talking to. It was a group of people, and I was saying like, you know, everybody's Rams, Rams, Rams. This Rams, that. And I'm like, yo, honestly, I think the Vikings are gonna come out the NFC. Don't get me wrong, the Rams have a lot of talent, but it's like I said, I don't trust a, a elder to leave. And what I do want to see is, I want to see how they're gonna perform in the playoffs. Because re- remember last year, I know the defense will show up, but that offense—they're still young—and I want to see golf like. People don't understand that Sean McVay really, like, the impact that McVay has made on golf. Like, he he makes his, his reads for him. He makes his audibles for him. That's why they line up so quickly because the play, the headset shuts off after 15 seconds. But it's Sean McVay saying, hey, there's a blitz coming from the right side, audible into this. It's not golf. You know, 90% of the time it's McVay. So I, I, I'm just saying, like, I want to see what's going to happen when they play a great team again you know and i think the yeah. vikings and i trust a uh, kirk cousins to get the job done not saying that i'm you know ruling out that the rams can do it i think the rams are definitely it comes down to rams fucking saints vikings uh, i I, a I look strong. at those
1: two teams as the as the as the uh the top more polarizing two rising top top yeah. teams i i think the saints are another very yeah. i think the saints are going to come for blood this year just with oh, the way they yeah. I think and the draft they had is crazy. Yes, I think I think they're destined for really good. Those are gonna be my top three: the Eagles, the Super Bowl hangover. It's just and yep. you know the, the noise with yep. Bennett, and, you know Wallace. I don't see it. I don't. I I don't,
0: don't I'm glad it. we're on the same page with that because honestly, I think the Eagles. I don't know, man. I'm very worried about that team. And you think I don't they know don't what make it is. The playoffs? Ah, uh, I think they make the I playoffs. Think they make the
2: playoffs. They're too good to this. not make the playoffs.
0: I'll, I'll tell you this. Losing those two coordinators is gonna be is gonna be big. Even though oh, Peterson right. is very offensive minded, it's gonna be big. And I'll tell you another thing. The Giants, from what I saw, right there, I was there. The Giants are gonna be good this year. That offense is scary. Like, dude, it was unbelievable. Even Evan Ingram gained weight. Like, he's going to be even well, more of a blocker this here's year. Here's the
1: thing, though, is that, like, they need to stay healthy, though. Beckham and oh, Barkley need to stay healthy. absolutely. If they absolutely. don't stay healthy, they're going to be awful.
0: Oh, they're done. They're done. Yeah,
1: they're done. So, that's what I'm saying Beckham's coming off an injury. Barkley's got this little hamstring problem. I mean, you <laughs> know, I'm just a Met fan, so I need to bring these things you know, about. Because, you know, it looked like we were going to win 140 games this year on the pace we were at when we were healthy. Yeah. But, clearly, we're going to win 65 this year. But, uh... No, they have a very talented offense, but I think the problem with the giants I mean, how did the offensive line look? I mean, I, to me, it oh, takes yeah, a while yeah, for yeah, continuity. Yeah. Have three or four changing positions there. That's yeah. not something that comes together, like, you know, in weeks or, yeah, you know, yeah. even a month or two, that's something that's going to, should get better as the season progresses, but their schedule is so, uh, it's top heavy. Is oh, it's yeah, so tough yeah. in early weeks. When they're going to be going against some great teams and defenses, so I really I mean, they think see they each. make up in a two two and four hole to start. They see Jags and, game one. Yeah, I mean, are they are they going to win that? Or is is X, their offensive line going to be able to block? They're not going to win that game. They I'll won't. tell
0: you this: the line has been better than last year, like from oh, everything course. I've read. Nate yeah.
1: yeah. Soldier is a is an, is an upgrade right away. Yep. They drafted some good guys. But they're gonna get manhandled by the Jaguars' D line. Manhandled, yeah. absolutely. The
0: Jags have a tough ass schedule too, because they see the Giants. They I think see they us. could have a down
1: year for sure. I think they could win. Look at eight, nine wins, even yeah. the Jaguars, and maybe miss the playoffs. But week one, though, uh, the the raw talent, Calais Campbell, oh,
0: yeah. and uh, Fowler, the defense. all
1: those guys. Nope. I mean, it's just it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a bloodbath if you ask me against or uh, for the the line against line. Yeah, those two yes. teams. But absolutely. wait, I just
2: got an update that Jarvis Landry threw a ball at Terrence Mitchell's head, and then <laughs> things allegedly popped off at Brown's training camp.
1: <laughs> Bro, yeah, no. yeah. Anthony's like he's being a leader. He's really stepping That's, up. Oh. No,
0: listen, he's I'll tell you this. You know that 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 is a little crazy, but yo. I mean, we see it every year, man. These training camps, you, all you do is every single day you're fucking hitting each other, hitting each other. That's oh. why so many teams are doing joint practices now, so they can hit other people. And now you see it with the no, Russians and the Jets. I
1: can't imagine the rage these guys have. I mean, I'm yeah. I'm around five and six year olds, so I, all day in the 95 degree, and I'm not really going crazy. But I mean, sometimes I want to go lose my mind, but I can't. But these guys <laughs> are literally hitting themselves and and going crazy and practicing yeah. for two a days. I mean. Yeah, I don't play too much it's just the heat gets them. They freak
0: out yeah. and they're working hard and yeah. alright, so, right. so yeah, round it off long,
2: it's a long process. So,
0: round it yeah. off, Jalen Ramsey's tirade against the media. Uh, Dante Fowler, he came back and ever since Fowler came back, he's been fighting and 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 Yannick and and, and Yaku damn, I don't know how to say his name to be honest. Um another defensive guy and it's crazy because they're on the same side of the ball. And you never see that. Like, guys on the same side of the ball are, like, really fighting. But you know what it is? Fowler, he's, you know, he's suspended, like, the first three or four games. And Yannick is going to take over. And Yannick has been having an outstanding camp. So Fowler's about to lose his fucking job. So Fowler went off against the media. He's He fought Yannick. And then Jalen got pissed because the media was recording the fight. And I was like, buddy, that's your fucking job. Like that's what they're there for. We're not. Yeah, that's here talking top. Like, They don't
1: want to watch paint dry. They don't want to say you know. They don't want you know. Oh, how was practice? It was very good. Yeah, you know. They don't uh, want a Bill Belichick. You know, boring. They want they want the stuff. They want the to blow stuff, it up.
0: Yeah, so. yeah. So like the
1: good and the bad. Yeah. So I,
0: his, his whole yeah, that's, tirade that's was so crazy. stupid. And I could the, definitely this see. A, yeah,
1: yeah, I could definitely see how the wheels could fall off for them as a as a team and and how you know Blake Bortles had a pretty solid year last year. Mm-hmm. If he regresses, that'll hurt them. Yep,
0: And Yo, I mean, the good thing Blake. for them, uh, Tom Coffin immediately suspended him, immediately suspended Yannick, and then Yannick had this quote that was fucking hilarious. He was like, they hated Jesus too. And I burst out laughing. I'm like, wow, bud. You're going to compare yourself to, to Jesus now? Like, come on, <laughs>
1: man. Yeah, that's Yikes. the thing with those defenses. Jesus, those, when you have those elite defenses, we saw with Seattle... Um, you know, you see it a little bit. You know, you got Bennett now with they. They develop egos. You know, Sue. You know, the Rams could be. You know, you know, stymied by that. You know, defensively, these guys create individual egos, which which you know go above the team's you know success and 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 want rather than you know. If you're playing two downs instead of three, guys are you know, they don't they don't let that shit fly, and it's really you know. We saw it in exactly, Seattle, exactly. prime example, you know, Cam Chancellor, Earl Thomas, Richard Sherman. too many loud mouths, too many guys, you know. Exactly. You know, not everyone's a, you know, quiet Bobby Wagner, you know, everyone.
0: exactly. Uh, All, right. All right. To finish it off, last topic of the day, and it's also kind of a segment. <laughs> so your boy yeah. Dwight Howard came out and said.
1: <laughs> Whose boy?
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm saying the, who, the general public
2: the
1: with, <laughs> the general Sully, is We were public. talking pretty highly of him we were last talking, week. We were talking highly of him in context, but he's no one's boy. All right, let me clarify.
0: <laughs> let me clarify. Sully's number one boy, <laughs> Dwight, Howard, said that he's trying to become more of a Carmelo Anthony and a Kevin Durant player. Rather fake news. Your boy Dwight Howard is about to be the next KD.
1: <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Like like style of play? Like style <laughs> of play, bro. That's what he said. <laughs> well, now I really take back everything I said about the Wizards having a good year. And if yeah, he's going to dribble the basketball, he can't dribble the basketball. Like, don't dribble the basketball. You just got to dunk, rebound, put it back box people out, and be mean and block shots. And he, clearly, he doesn't want to do that. This is typical Dwight Howard. Just, like, <laughs> another ego. Like, guys are I'm not dumb. That's the thing oh that fucks God. up Dwight. I'm not, I'm not even answering the question because it's yeah, so no, absurd. Obviously,
0: everybody across the board, I'm thinking fake news. but He this wants is to what,
1: shoot the what, ball like Carmelo, who historically before last year is a very good three-point shooter, and he wants to be able to handle the ball like Kevin Durant and pull up mid-range like KD. Okay, Dwight. All right. Yeah, <laughs> I think. Oh, bro,
2: it's too the, late to try to make your
1: White House watch. So what? You know who you should watch? You should watch, watch tape on Clint Capella and say that's exactly how you should. Well, yeah, Where that's
0: you who Clint you want to be. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm set a scene. I'm
1: a set of scene. Anything. Maybe I'm, take like ten or twelve, you know, eight to ten footers throughout the entire year. You know, every ten games you could take like one mid range shot. If it goes in, maybe take another one a few games yeah. later. Yeah. Other than that, don't you Let me.
0: me. Let me set a scene for you guys. It's the middle of December. Dwight Howard pulls up from 25. He breaks it. Jawa goes to the bench and fucking chooses here out. Later that day, Dwight Howard puts up an Instagram. Man, I don't feel wanted here
1: anymore. (laughs) I I feel like it's like an 80% chance that happens. (laughs) Yeah, that's like you might have just
2: predicted the future.
1: Yeah, honestly, that is fucking hilarious. I'll I'll be honest, though. I do... I liked Dwight Howard, the guy. When I see him on TV, I like what he has to say. Like, he seems like such a nice guy. Like, he seems yeah. cool. Like, I liked Dwight Howard, the person. He's just kind of soft as a player. And just like, you know, he just, yeah. he's not the same as what he was. But, like, I- he seems to be very personal. He seems like a cool guy yeah. when he's on, like, you know, the basketball stuff. I'll tell okay. you this.
0: I'll, I'll be one of the first people to admit it. I really used to like Dwight Howard. He was one of my favorite players in the NBA when he was in Orlando, when it was Turkoglu, um, who came in Rashard second. Rashard Lewis,
1: with, Jameer with, Nelson, and yeah, J.J.
0: Raddick. Yeah, when, when Hito be, uh, he came in second in the MVP voting. I mean, they had it all. They had Dwight Howard, who was the... <laughs> Sully's face. Oh, my God. When I just said that. <laughs> um, yeah, they had it all. I mean... Second in MVP voting, and he do Rashard Lewis that that <laughs> delivery with that goatee. It was, it was honestly money. Uh, yeah, it was cool to watch.
1: Who and, was his backup center?
0: Um, damn, it's funny because I used to play with the Magic all the time.
1: Who was, was his backup big, center? It's full circle here.
0: Like some big European dude. Yeah. Damn, I can't. I give me a. Can't you know think of who,
2: who it was is? either.
0: Give
1: me a little, give me a little hint. Morse, oh, uh, no, I say it right. Morse Gortat. Ah, Gortat. Fuck yes, it was Gortat. But it's funny because uh, Gortat no is on the Wizards for the past few years and he's taking Gortat's place. Yeah. And before and and when Dwight Howard left, Gortat left, Howard took over Howard's place for a couple years and yeah, played very yeah. well. And then he, you know, went to the Wizards. But now Howard's taking over for Gortat, who was bad last year. He was awful. I'm a yeah, I'm a yeah. Polish Hammer fan. He's a, he's a tough guy. <laughs> he was bad last year. Atrocious. Polish Hammer.
2: But <laughs> the Polish Hammer. Right.
1: What a nickname. All right.
0: <laughs> All right, guys. An hour and a half you stuck with us. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Extra Point. Another week in the books. And there will be another episode next week. And another and another and another. Hopefully the another number one. Hopefully the number, another keeps, one. <laughs> hopefully the number keeps growing. Hopefully you stay with us. And hopefully you you follow us on all social media. Bleacherfansports on Instagram. Bleacher underscore fan on Twitter. Fan Sports on Facebook. Thank you for tuning in. Love you guys.
1: Peace.
0: Peace.
2: Next 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 episode's our six month extravaganza. It's our six Beautiful. month anniversary. We're gonna have a six month
0: bonanza and we'll have the CEO back from Italy. So tune in, baby.